one of the conspirators hanged. In Rome, Girolamo Riario responded with fury, and he marched on the home of the Florentine ambassador with 300 armed men intending to imprison him. Ultimately, the influence of the Milanese and the Venetian ambassadors stopped him. At his nephew's request, the Pope ordered the Florentine bankers and merchants in Rome arrested, but he was forced to release them, though they were still forbidden to leave Rome or send goods or money out of the city. Cardinal Raphael Riario remained in Florence under Lorenzo's control. While these actions were illegal, the Pope did have some legal recourse at his disposal. Sixtus IV seized all Medici property in Rome, refused to repay loans made by the Medici Bank, and demanded that Lorenzo be handed over to a papal representative. He also issued a bowl of excommunication against Lorenzo and his allies in Florence, including the entire Signoria and military establishment. The bowl of excommunication also ordered the immediate turnover of all properties belonging to the Medici family, the Signoria, and their employees to the church. Moreover, the document ordered the people of Florence to destroy the homes of the excommunicated and disgrace them within the city. The people of Florence had two months to carry out this sentence or the entire city would be placed under interdict, preventing the people from receiving any sacrament, including communion and last rites. The basis for these actions was a charge of sacrilege for the acts that followed April 26th, including the death of Archbishop Salviati. The Pope offered an indulgence to all who took up arms against Florence and encouraged everyone, including the other heads of state, to avoid social contact with the Florentines for fear of repercussions. Pope Sixtus IV went on to declare war on Florence with the help of Lorenzo's former ally, the King of Naples. Alfonso, the son of the King of Naples, sent threatening messengers to the city, and the Pope followed with another messenger, threatening even more dire consequences than the original bull of excommunication had. Nevertheless, the city of Florence and the Signoria remained defiant, supporting Lorenzo as their defender, and even after church authorities within Florence and its surrounding area offered Lorenzo and the Signoria their continuing support. They not only ignored the bull of excommunication and continued allowing Lorenzo to take communion, but they also issued their own, excommunicating Sixtus IV. Florentine critics called Sixtus IV the vicar of Count Girlarmo Riario and accused him of debasing the church. With the continuing support of the city, Lorenzo offered to turn himself over to the Pope to protect Florence or to take his family and go into exile. In response, the city appointed a twelve-man guard to protect Lorenzo at all times and gave him a seat on the tent of war, the committee designated to manage the campaign in defense of the city. He was the first and only man in Florence granted the right to an escort of guardsmen, and he would be surrounded by this personal guard, paid for by the city, until the end of his life. This was also only the second major elected office Lorenzo accepted during his lifetime. The first was the election to the Eight, the body that served as a criminal and political police force. He had resigned from the Eight following the Posse conspiracy. While church services continued in the city regardless of the interdict, Florence was a deeply religious community. Thus, the actions of the Pope certainly caused some anxiety among both the clergy and the people, particularly after plague struck the city again in 1478. Florence remained largely supportive, but anonymous postings appeared throughout the city criticizing the Medicis. The city had to level war taxes to pay a mercenary army, and the Duke of Ferrara, Ercole d'Este, was hired to command the army. The army stalled throughout the battle season of 1478, retreating to winter quarters in November. While the war had little impact on the city in 1478, 1479 was a more difficult year. Plague returned to the city, the economy was in decline, and Florence could no longer count on its alliance with Milan. When the Duke of Milan died in July 1479, his uncles made an agreement with his mother and took power. Though Ludovico Sforza swore loyalty to Florence, he had already begun to work with Ferrante, King of Naples. Meanwhile, 
Plunder had damaged the countryside around the city, and the war disrupted agriculture and trade, leading to worries about famine in the city and even rioting. After the campaign season of 1478, Lorenzo announced his decision to present himself at the court of Naples and seek a peaceful solution. A truce with Alfonso of Calabria helped to enable a diplomatic venture. Florence was left in the hands of a newly elected gonfaliere, Tamamaso Soderini. With the support of the Signoria, Lorenzo left for Naples, which at the time was ruled by King Ferrante, a dangerous and an erratic man said to embalm his dead enemies and display them for his own amusement. 